Welcome back to the Music Movies Podcast. I am your host, Ben Young, and I'm joined by my special guest. It's Drew Keen. How are you doing tonight? Hey, Ben. Happy Kobe Bryant Day. It is Kobe Bryant Day, man. It's crazy that that happened in this year that he, you know, yeah. died. It, it's like there's been so many other things that's happened since then, but yeah, that fucking sucked. But uh, yeah, not, happy Kobe Bryant. None of them Bryant being Day. good. Yeah, yeah, no. Happy Kobe Bryant Day. Uh, at least uh, we got this podcast going, and hopefully we can have a little fun tonight, though. Um, we're talking about the movie Eurovision Song Contest. Um, what was the subtitle to that? Eurovision Song Contest, The Fire Saga? Yeah. Um, and I'm going to be honest right up front. I probably wasn't ever going to watch this movie if it wasn't for you <laughs> saying, hey, maybe we should watch this for the podcast. And I was like, yeah, it does look like a music movie. Um, when I saw the trailer, to me, it looked like a crappy uh, Netflix movie. But... I don't know. You watched it, so opening thoughts. Uh, first opening thoughts is shots fired. I'm gonna shoot him. I'm gonna shoot him. Um, I thought this movie was good. I liked it the first time. I liked it more the second time. I thought it was entertaining. Okay. Songs are catchy. Alright. I've been to Iceland, so that's cool. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? I know that was a big jump-off point for you. You've been to Iceland. This guy yeah. is just itching to talk about his fucking Iceland trip. Well, it's awesome. Okay. Uh, I've been to, I've been to some of the places that were shown in the movie. Oh, you want to save and, them for the scene breakdown? Yeah. Okay. And great hot dogs. Are you using a straw? Got a straw in my tiki glass. This is from Disney World. Don't worry about it. What are you it, drinking right? out of that? It's a uh, old fashioned. How's that mixed with the cherry lollipop you have in your mouth? You know, don't worry about it. Okay, it tastes great. Just not straight up any rules. <laughs> Fuck it, we'll do it live. Damn it. <laughs> um. So Iceland, you had fun. How long were you there for? Like five days. Fairly short trip to be going all the way to Iceland. I went to Amsterdam, too. Oh, okay. Did you smoke there? No. Of course you didn't, fucking puss. <laughs> like, I'm not a smoker either, but I would have done it if I was in Amsterdam. Yeah, I didn't. Mm, okay. My girlfriend did. Good for her. But yeah. Either way, we're talking about Eurovision Song Contest, Fire Saga. Um, it's, I mean, I guess this song contest thing is a real thing, though. Did you know about this when you were over there in Iceland about this song contest? Or have you seen it before? I didn't know that it, when I was over there. I didn't know that, but I did know it was a thing. Okay. I had zero clue about it until I saw the trailer for the movie, and I went, what the fuck is this shit? It's like a different, like, style of music, almost, for a lot of the songs anyway, it feels like. Yeah, 
I mean, it's a song contest. It can be any kind of music. I know it can be any kind of music, but I don't know. They all sort of fit in the genre of like... They just lean towards dance slash dance. Music. Yes, exactly. You nailed it. Like pop, like... That's just inter- bigger over there. Just energetic type, overproduced type music that I'm not necessarily into. And that's probably going to be one of my biases with this movie. Knew that was coming. I'm sorry. Just being real. I am at you. Um, but yeah, with that said, how about we just get into it? I mean, if there's one thing the Music Movies podcast always is, it is real. It's real. We're going to we be real. We do not real. hide feelings. We don't hide feelings unless you want to give us a lot of money. Or. Which means we'll tell you, we'll say anything you want. Don't. Speaking of that, rate me on iTunes. Five stars. That's what I was getting to. Five there star reviews. How about a three star review even? Any review. We appreciate it. We're up to 14 reviews right now. But we could use more. We're trying to climb those charts. It's a battle out there, kind of like it is in this movie. Let's get to the Did You Know. That's your part, Keen. Did you know? Thank you. It has a 64% critic score, 78% audience score, meaning a pretty big majority of the audience liked this movie. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Okay. Um, I was talking to Keen a little bit earlier. Couldn't really find the budget. And there wasn't any box office on this because it was a straight-to-Netflix movie. Um, and if you look up Netflix numbers, I mean, who who fucking knows, really, like, how many people are actually watching this thing? Netflix could just be like, yeah, 100 billion people watched it. And it's like, oh, okay. Like, it, how am I going to say no? How am I going to say yes? Yeah. They, they could just be making up, you know? It was on Netflix during quarantine, so I'm taking a bunch of people watched it. Sure. Yeah. Apparently it was number I did read that it was like it was the number one movie on Netflix knocking out that um 365 movie. Did you hear about this movie? It was like some no. softcore po- porn movie on there. What? <laughs> it sounds like a movie up your alley. Yeah, they were just say, uh, watch this. they were just banging for like 45 minutes at a time or something. <laughs> anyway, uh my next did you know? And then I'll let you take one. So ABBA, that group, they, they're they like kind of a recurring theme in this movie, I feel like. Did you know that they are in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? What do you feel about that? I didn't know that. <laughs> you know, the, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has made some questionable decisions <laughs> in their lifetime. There's a lot of really good bands that aren't in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You don't so say. So I'm not surprised to hear that ABBA is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, there are a lot of people like Dave Grohl loves ABBA. And like they got some good songs for sure if you like disco. But if you don't like disco, you're going to have a hard time like an ABBA. Yeah. And uh, they're just not really rock and roll. I don't think they're rock and roll in the spirit of rock and roll. Or songs of rock and roll. I mean, that said, maybe I haven't listened to them enough. Because, but that's also that said, they do have some catchy songs. For I'm sure. not really going out of my way to listen to them. And I mean, 
They've had Never. their own fucking uh, music movie type stuff based around their music. Mamma Mia. Yeah. All right. Go with a did you know if you have one. All right. My did you know is originally intended to have a May 2020 release date to coincide with the 65th edition of the Eurovision Song Contest in Rotterdam, Netherlands. The event was canceled for the first time in its history due to COVID-19 and it pushed the uh, film's release back to late June 2020. Hmm. So, uh, you know. Makes sense. A lot of Sorry, things getting pushed back these days. Yeah. Including movies. A lot of them. Yeah. Weddings. Weddings. Except your sister's wedding that you didn't make, but we won't talk about that. Nope, anyway. <laughs> the masked rock band... In the song contest, in the movie, I thought that this was Guar. Well, I didn't think it was Guar, but I was like, they seem like Guar. because and they you got... were wrong. Yeah, I was. It's the band Moonfang. But, yeah, well, they're portraying the band Moonfang. They're portrayed by English ska punk band Bogus Gasman. I had never Great heard of that name. Yeah, I like the band name. I had never heard of them before. I had never heard of either band before, but I listened to uh, the ska band, Bogus Gas Man, and uh, good? pretty good. Pretty good. I like it. What do they sound like? Real Big Fish? They sound like a ska punk band from England. <laughs> so, Got it. <laughs> yeah. Not exactly Real Big Fish, but a ska band. Uh, hey, Ben, did you know that even though Pierce Brosnan... Mm -hmm. plays Will Ferrell's dad in the movie. He's actually only 13 years older than him in real life. Really? I didn't know that. He looks so much older, right? <laughs> he does. Looks so much older. He does look a ton older. I did not However, know that. That's funny. You're looking older, dude. Yeah. When I look he at it, I'm like, shit, you were fucking James Bond, dude. James Bond. <laughs> you were my generation's James Bond. What the yeah, hell dude. is going on? But, he was also in Mamma Mia, two for two. Oh, yeah, there you go. Look at Abba. that. Abba. Um, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, I'll go with one more. The performances of the fictional Eurovision Song Contest depicted in the movie were filmed on stage of the real 2019 Eurovision Song Contest in Tel Aviv, Israel. Did you know how that? How insane is that? I did not know that, but I'm so glad that that's <laughs> how I did it. Yeah, that's pretty cool, right? That's cool as shit. Yeah, that they actually filmed them there. Um, so my last did you know is that... So Will Ferrell has actually has serious interest in the Eurovision Song Contest. His wife is from Sweden. Okay. And mm, he was first introduced to it... Um, in their house in Sweden in May of 1999 and has been following the competition ever since. And in 2014, he traveled to Copenhagen, Denmark to watch the finale. Wow. So this dude is a legit This guy fan. is a legit, true fan. Right. This was a straight-up passion project for him. Because I'm like... I appreciate like... what he did too with it because it, it brings more attention to... I, I know a, a contest that you know a lot of people didn't fucking know about, and it's pretty cool. 
Because I had a question about that, too, with Will Ferrell being in this movie and stuff. Like, is he making fun of it? I mean, or is it... It's more like a satire type thing. And the way that you just described it, it shows that he actually respects it. And yeah. he's doing it for, for real. Because he actually, you know, enjoys the thing. Enjoys it, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's actually also him singing, too. It is. It is. And I can... Definitely tell that. I'll go more in depth with. Are this. we gonna touch on that later? Yeah, because I've right. got, I've got some things to say about that. Oh For shit! Sure. Y'all hear that? Ben's got some things to. I got say. some things to say. Keen. Now it's time for the meat and potatoes of the music movies podcast. It's the scene. Breakdown. Break it on down. We're getting a call. There he is. Yeah. We're getting a fall oh. call Whoa. from Warhawk Trevor Johnston. What's going What's on? Going on? Fellas? Wow. Our first call what? on the pod. What did you have to happening? say? It's uh, an honor, man. I, you guys have the fastest growing podcast what? year over year in the world. So Only I figured, you know. Two. Only the green one. It's an honor. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I think you heard through the grapevine we were talking about Eurovision Song Contest, and you wanted to just. Add a quick two cents. All right. So before I get to that, I just want to point out the fact that I could totally land Sandra Day. Oh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, you know what? Nine-year-old Trevor got a little weak at the knees when she said, tell me about it, stud. But <laughs> pretty sure I could land that. But, I will say okay. maybe with that beard. Good-looking beard. I, Haven't seen I, your face in a while. I finally hit puberty. So <laughs> it looks good. It maybe, maybe nowadays. Yeah, we all grow up sometime. So <laughs> this movie, just so you know, is garbage. Oh, oh my god, oh, oh, no. That is not what we brought you on for, Warhawk. Just, no, Euro, Euro, what, Vision, whatever it was. Yes, Eurovision song. I away after an hour of not laughing oh, and not enjoying oh, any songs. Oh, oh my god. Oh god, who is this guy? Who invited this guy on the pod? Uh, F sharp or F flat. <laughs> oh, wait, the oh, worst G- grade. Oh. G G's a note. <laughs> no. no. Will, who is this? Will Farrell. Just good lord. Uh, okay. Oh, well, thank God. you for calling in, You're even though you, <laughs> even though that oh. opinion was just Two wow. Dog shit. We're not all like keen going forty-five minutes. So <laughs> yeah. two minutes in and out. See you guys. Peace See out. ya. Yeah. You know Thank what? You. Okay. Trevor seems like a two minutes lights on socks on kind of guy. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. All right. That was uh, listener Trevor Johnston. Let's get back to the scene breakdown. Take it yeah. from the beginning. <laughs> God damn it. Now I'm all hot and bothered. <laughs> I thought that'd be funny. All right. Here we go. Has a good-looking beard, though, huh? Yeah, I guess so. I haven't seen him in a while, either. The movie! It takes place in Iceland. We have a family gathering. We see a young Will Ferrell. He's pumped because the Eurovision Song Contest is on TV, and we get to watch ABBA playing the song Waterloo. Waterloo. This song is actually pretty catchy, I think. I don't know. It's not It's not that ABBA has terrible songs. It's just not what I want to listen to. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, I, I understand what you mean. 
I'm not going out of my way to listen to it, really. Like, I'm not throwing it on my, like, my running mix. No, uh, definitely not. It's not super pump-up. Not even, like, my cleaning the house mix. The, <laughs> no. No. I don't remember the last Maybe, time like, I've listened to it. some people out there that have, like, I'm a cool mom mix playlist, and it's on Amazon, that one. Maybe. Maybe a mom that listens to the show. Hey, shout out to all our mom <laughs> listeners out there. Yeah, maybe. Um, I think the reason that they are portrayed in this movie, though, I'm pretty sure they won this contest. Did you hear that? I'm pretty sure I heard that from somewhere. Are you suggesting that that's a fact? Um, the winner of the contest was Sweden with the song Waterloo, which was performed by... Yep. So there Hell you go. Yeah. So that is the is- big... Reason the pieces together. <laughs> so that's the big reason why they're uh, in the movie here. Pierce Brosnan and the dad, he doesn't want the kids dancing and singing in the contest because he's looking at him. He's like, you guys are fucking losers, basically. Yeah. You look ridiculous. This is a no fun household. Can you explain to me, though? So I'm going to be honest. I was like kind of like watching the thing as I was doing like other shit. Wait, are are they brother and sister or not? Like, what is the relationship, and does that get revealed in the movie? It gets revealed numerous times in the movie. Okay, they are not brother and sister. Like the running joke is that um, Will Ferrell says, "Yeah, we're probably not brother and sister," and then Rachel McAdams goes, "We're definitely not brother and sister." Then but why is she in the house? The- like, what is is it family and friends at the house, or like what what is going on there? Well, there's not a lot of whole people that live in Iceland. The town that they live in, there's actually like 2,300 people. Okay. So there's actually more lamb than there are people in Iceland. So they're probably a pretty close-knit group. Ben. Gotcha. Like the people that are there, they're all hanging out. Right. That's Because like there's the, no uh, other people. Not a lot of options. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's only there's less than 300,000 people in the whole country of Iceland. Gotcha. One of my questions, though, for you during this scene, I mean, this whole thing is based around a song contest. What do you feel about song contests in general and, like, TV shows, like, portraying that? Like, shows like The Voice and American Idol. I guess this is a little bit different, though, because they are actually writing songs. Actually writing it. Um, I, I, Dave Grohl, there's that one quote for him about American Idol, which I think is the best way to do it. I mean, they're... The way that's judged is, I mean, a lot of it is based off talent, but uh-huh. there's also a lot of it that's based off of looks. Yeah. A lot and of like, bullshit. That's where, like, that's where the voice comes in, where it's, it's the blind mm-hmm. audition. But, like, those people are still screened beforehand. Yeah. I'm sure I they mean, are. Yeah. Like, I, who I, are you I, kidding? I, I mean, I've, I've, I know some phenomenal singers in my life that have auditioned for the show and got turned down. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah so... You know, it's not. Yeah, I think a lot of that is superficial. Yeah, and I've heard some amazing singers playing to seven people in bars. I think that's um, completely uh, true, and I think one thing that this movie touches on, though, that I appreciate is that it comes from your soul. It comes from the heart when it comes down to it, because you know. Guys like Bruce Springsteen and Billy Joel, if they went on like fucking contests like American Idol or something like that, they're not winning that shit. The reason right. they're famous is because they write great songs that resonate with people. Or you know, like you know Joe Jackson. I think one of my favorite oh, songs. Oh yeah, one of the 
He's been like voted like most ugly guy in rock and roll. Like, <laughs> he's like the whitest dude ever. But yeah. you listen to his su- tunes, it's like, yeah, this guy oh, is dude. awesome. Like, Angus he's the man. I'm the man. Like, oh you know, yeah, you know, Tom Petty, R.I.P. Like, not a not a great not a d- dude. Yeah, not even a very good singer. No, well, and that's my point. Like, a lot of these people aren't great singers, but they got the fucking tunes, man. And that's what it comes down to. And that's where I feel like maybe this song contest uh, is a differential because they are actually writing their songs. Yeah, I agree. I think, I mean, if more shows followed the concept of this show, maybe maybe music be a lot better place than it is now. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Although you did bring up a point about being superficial, and I do feel like some of this contest is pretty superficial in a number of ways. Which, I mean, in in the movie for sure. In the movie maybe for not, sure. Maybe, maybe not the real thing. Maybe not in real life. I should have, probably should have done some more research <laughs> on that. Well, this is the music movies podcast, not the real life <laughs> song <Right>. contest <laughs> podcast. But when I say superficial, uh, one thing that comes to mind is the next scene where we see Will Ferrell all grown up singing with his not sister, Rachel McAdams. They're singing the song Volcano Man. Volcano Man. Ha, 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 ha. I think it's fucking hilarious. Okay. It's kind of funny. The song is goofy as shit. It kind of reminded yeah. me of like a, like a Tenacious D type vibe. Uh, yeah, Not the same genre, but it's goofy. It's serious but funny at the same time. Exactly. Um, not a song I'm going to go out of my way to listen to, but... All right, for the no, vibe that the, they were going and none for. None of these songs. Uh, I would probably listen to Double Trouble. That song, that song's pretty fucking good. I like that one. Double Trouble's um, decent. But we'll get to that. This one is good because it, it it sets the stage of the movie of, of what to expect with the music and with the imagery of the music. For sure, that's a great point. Um, it turns. Yes, he's fuck Trevor. <laughs> um, so they. It shows them on, like, these mountaintops and everything singing, and they're in these, like, extravagant, like, volcano man suits and shit. They're like, well, just like Vikings. Vikings, yeah. And that's exactly what you said, that it portrays what we will see later on down the road when it comes to the contest. But it actually turns out they're just playing in their dad's basement, or Will uh, Farrell's dad's basement. Also, Viking culture is very live and very real in oh, Iceland. Yeah. yeah, it's awesome. So cool, and I don't, I, don't even like, I don't even like shit like that, but I think it was so cool. When it I was, was cool there. Yeah. Okay. Um. So then the language changes out of nowhere from. What were they speaking? Is it Icelandic? Icelandic. Okay. And then they change it to English out of nowhere, which it makes it easier for me, and I'm I mean, assuming probably... for you, it's probably just. <laughs> most, I mean, most of most people over there, uh, Icelanders over there, did also speak English. Okay. Cool. So then that makes sense. But I just remember, like, the very first scene, though, it was like everybody was speaking a different language, and then it's like, oh, we're switching to English now. It's like, all right. I'm fine I'm fine with it, but... There were uh, there were some older people that we saw that only spoke Icelandic, but they're with their kids, and they also definitely spoke English. Gotcha. Cool. Anyway, we cut to another scene where Rachel McAt... What's her name in the movie? Do you remember? Oh, I have her here. Hold I on. know... Will Ferrell is Lars. What is because I just kept calling her Rachel McAdams. Secret. 
Um, one second. Yeah, secret. Yeah. Okay, secret. That's what we're gonna call her, I guess. Eh, I'll probably call her Rachel. Rachel McAdams. <laughs> she has a talk with her mom. Her mom tells her she needs to dump Lars and go solo, basically, because Lars is holding her back. And that is kind of evident throughout this movie in the very beginning anyway. And I feel like that does happen in the music industry a little bit where not necessarily that the band or the group is holding the lead singer back, but a lot of times the guy guy or girl does go on to go solo. What do you feel about that? Joan Jett did it. Joan Jett? Cassidy Pope did it. Yep. I mean, there's, um, tons, there's tons of artists that have done it. Harry Styles recently. Harry he did Styles. It. And he, uh, Watermelon watermelon Sugar. That's a, that's a good song, man. He does a great cover of Sledgehammer. Oh, hell yeah. I listened to that, that dude. That on Howard Stern. Good. Yeah. That was that's fucking a, good. That's a, that's a great song. That one, man. Yeah. First of all, great song. Second, <laughs> Second of all, great cover. Two thumbs yeah. up. Yeah. I like it. But uh, she's like in love with Will Ferrell. So she's like, no, mom, I'm going to stay with him. He's got the tunes. So then we skip to a scene where Lars's dad is telling him to stop chasing his dreams. And basically he's calling him a loser because uh, he's only 13 years younger than Pierce Brosnan. And he's still trying to be a rock star. And it's like, dude, as we've said on this pod before, sometimes it just ain't going to fucking happen. It ain't going to happen. And the best part about this whole scene is like his dad literally calls him like fucking calls him a loser. And it's in front of his mom's grave. It's so fucked like, up. Pierce walks away and he's like, yeah. why did he have to do that? <laughs> why he... That was kind of funny. Why then, do you have you know, to do that here? Then he really well, reiterates scene where he, he's giving the guy the parking ticket, and uh-huh. Rachel McAdams comes up. Oh like, yeah, and they're hey, talking uh, to each other, yeah. and he's like, "No, he yeah. was stone cold sober." Yeah. Says you are ashamed of me, and it's, well, maybe he was drunk. And then he looked at me in the face. He says, "I am dead sober, and I am dead serious." <laughs> it was yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, it felt a little flat, trying too hard, maybe a little bit, was, but it was still I, funny. Like, it's a classic comedy where it's like, well, you know, you're trying to cheer somebody up, and they're like, nope, 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 nope. It's, nope, like, nope, like, nope. it's like an old yeah. school. It's like, if I get kicked out of college, my mom's going to stab me. She showed me the knife. <laughs> now I'm thinking of the scene in uh, Billy Madison. Him and her got it on. No, they didn't. No, they didn't. Yep. Yeah. Well, I know, guy. Who did. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. There's some classic comedy in here. It's, <sighs> is it? You know, am I slamming? It's my just not. Uh, is it a knee slapper? No. No. But it's got some funny things. So, there are there are so, funny parts. I'll, we'll get to them. That I the Trevor parts that I think two. are funny. Keep the count going. <laughs> but then we go to us. We go to the performance where they're playing at a bar, and they're playing the song Happy. Okay. Let me talk about this song, Happy. It Tell does not make me happy at Let all hear it. listening to this song. Back. This song sucks ass. Yeah. I hate it. It makes me depressed. It. This is what they play in prisons to just make 
people miserable probably i hate yeah. this song like the original song not a, let alone the cover what do you think of this song my life would be totally fine if i never knew never... this song ever again thank you like there's no happy don't even don't even get to it there is God. no love lost on this song i can't stand it it's oh i didn't like it then it's don't like it now, and I won't like it. <laughs> I won't like it ever. No matter how many people cover it, I won't like it. It's like, fuck you. And you know what? what? I'm not happy. I'm not happy. It's by Pharrell Williams, right? Yeah, he made like a zillion dollars off Yeah, it. and you know what? He's a good producer. He's a good artist. He's probably got some... He does have some good songs. This ain't one of them, dude. No, this song you know sucks. What? You know what he got on this movie? I mean, out of this song? A shit ton of money? Yeah, dog. And guess what? Shitty songs pay the bills sometimes. Oh, yeah. We got to make Mom's got to like Mom's got to like I got to get me one of those. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, either way, this song is trash. The performance is trash. Uh, I'm, I do know, like the um, dynamic of the band, though. It's very similar to The Wedding Singer. Where there's like the two serious ones. There's an old guy on bass, young kid on drums, old That's dude in the accordion point. for some fucking yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the kid is like 11 years old playing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what? they can't get another person like to no play. Other there's no other the, drummer. An old man yeah. on bass and a young kid on drums. Yeah, you know why there's a young kid on drums? Because everybody else stopped playing drums at one point. It was like, yeah, I got to like pay bills. You the only option is an 11-year-old. Yeah. Um, Rachel McAdams, horrible guitar playing, just Couldn't awful. Be more off. It like not even close. You can, t you know, we've talked about a lot of these movies on the pod where guys have gone to like a rock school basically and have learned to play the instruments for like a couple weeks or like even up to six months. Like the dude from Almost Famous to play guitar. Rachel McAdams, I could tell Not you so just much. I could tell you just from looking, she spent zero time, zero time learning but how to play. She's at just the same time if I asked her to like bring me a steak and she got me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, I'd still love her cuz she's a smoke <laughs> show. I'm not I'm not going to disagree with you on that. I was like I'd be like nailed it. <laughs> um the funny thing in this scene though, this Great this part was <laughs> Yeah, Mean Girls. The funny thing about this scene, though, is that they ask to play one of their own songs, and they get immediately booed. It's just like, boo, we don't want to hear your fucking original songs. And again, that's something that sort of resonates with me and probably with you, too. It's like, sometimes, most don't of the time... Ask. Well, first of all, don't ask as the performer. Secondly... Uh, unfortunately, the audience... Sometimes they some people don't care. Don't fucking care. They don't want to hear your original music a lot of right. times. A lot of times they don't. They, they want to like, hear... I like how it plays into, like, sometimes when you see a band, like, all right, we're going to play one of our songs, and, like, as a joke, they'll say that. Uh-huh. And then I think they tried to pull that off here. <laughs> yeah. And it just backfired. And horribly. it just backfired. Yeah. That's a good point. It, it kind of reminds me, too, of, like... uh when a super popular band that's already had their heyday is like going on tour again, like the who or rush or whoever. And they're like, all right, we're going to play a new one. 
and then yeah. everybody rushes to the bathrooms because uh, yeah, 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 nobody gives a fuck. It's, you know, I mean, like when we when we went to go see Van Halen. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like, dude, no, we don't want to hear it. Just play the hits. Just play the hits. And I Which guess it's a, a terrible mindset. It is, especially especially us as you know musicians, musicians or former musicians or whatever you want to call it. It's like even we get into that mindset of like. Eh, I don't need to hear the new shit. Whatever. Um, We're so sorry, Van Halen. <laughs> but they, Our lack of respect is th- yeah, unbelievable. Pretty, yeah. But they want them to play this song, Ya Ya Ding Dong. Is this a big song over there or something? Did you look into this at all? This is not a real song. This it's not a real movie. song? Okay. Yeah. But the best part, th- this song is about doing it, so you know I like it. That's what the song's about? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't pick up on that. I didn't look at the lyrics, but Ya Ya Ding Dong sounds like... Looks like someone didn't do the research. Classic Ben Young. Well, why don't you enlighten me then? Special guest. I didn't look that much into it. Oh, okay. I I looked into his Ya Ya Ding Dong real song. It was a parody song written for the movie. It's all about doing it. Gotcha. However, there is another song that has another secret meaning that we'll get to later. Okay, we'll get into it. Okay. Anyway, Lars is pissed because they <laughs> they want him to play them to play Ya Ya Ding Yaya Dong again. Ding He's Dong. already played. They've already played it, and uh, I don't. Well, you did talk about how this has happened to you at a. I don't know if they requested you to play a song over again, or you just had to play a song over again because you I've ran out in, of songs. I've been in both situations, Ben. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I've definitely had to add on song or like play the you know but you play the first set as the uh, you know you play the whole first set yeah. again at the end of the night or like hey man like like especially in Nashville if you're playing out live like you have a, you know people will put money in a jar and request a song uh huh and they're like all right well I just played that song ten minutes ago but you just put a twenty in the jar so, so here I got go again here we go it's like fuck it so that's how it goes down in this movie though and I thought this line was funny where Will Ferrell goes. All right, I will play it, but I will tell him to f off during it. <laughs> Incredible! I thought that was I thought that was good. That I was mean, funny. It, it, it made me think of the wedding singer, like Love Stinks. He just leaned back. I hate you. Like, I hate you. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um. So then we cut to a scene where we get a Demi Lovato cameo. She is the front runner to win the. Icelandic seat. Yes. For Eurovision. Because how it works is like each and every, com- everyone's rooting for her too. Oh yeah. Because she's you know, unbelievable in this it's like, oh, she's definitely obviously the best singer. Yeah, pro- probably one of the best looking too in terms of yeah. this thing. It's like, come on. Um but is that how she this- has it all, you could say. Yes. There you go. Um Some would say she's all that. Sure. Um, so that's how the contest works, though, right? Like each country gets a submission over there. Essentially, yeah. Essentially. From what I understand, from, from what I research, understand, like there's yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, it shows that there's. I mean, obviously, there's numerous countries that are involved. Um, I think it is great that uh, Iceland is involved in it, though, because again, it is actually a smaller country. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I mean. I mean, their two biggest things are tourism and fishing. Yeah. 
Not a lot going on, I guess. No. No. But, uh, so in this scene, though, they are picking out the contestants to battle for that seat, correct? And, and yeah, and everyone is picking Demi Lovato's character. Yeah, but then, so then uh, they have a dude pick out at random, like, another person, another group to compete with her and other people? Is that... Well, what I got, what I got from this, it said they have uh, 12 spots in okay. all of Iceland. And mm-hmm. they had eleven, but it didn't matter who else was in it because they were going to pick. They're going to pick fucking anyway. Demi Lovato. Yeah. So that's why you know they sent all the submissions. They're having close your eyes and pick one. Yeah, and then they end up picking one, and it ends up being a Fire Saga. Which Fire is, Saga. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like that band name? It's kind of goofy. I like it for, for this, like what what their music is and like yeah. where they're from like it makes sense to me it makes sense it makes sense um then we move on we learn that rachel mcadams is in love i have written down with her brother because i guess they think that it's her brother but it's even not. though at this point in the movie they've said i think twice now that they are not brother and sister okay fine all right so then they get in and then they're getting ready for their performance I thought this scene was actually funny, like it's, legitimately it's, funny. It's funny for numerous reasons. <laughs> so when he is putting on his outfit and he's like stuffing he's his crotch. Yeah, well, yeah, he's doing the shake weight and stuff like that's going to fucking do anything. <laughs> like like yeah. absolutely nothing. It does nothing. It's <laughs> so, it's so funny. Uh, I burned like a calorie, like whatever. <laughs> it's like great. <laughs> and uh so he's like but then he starts stuffing like stuff into his crotch and rachel mcadams is like what are you doing and he goes i just want my ding dong to look bigger than what it what it really is really there and then she goes should i do something to my frontal crotchal region yeah classic camel toe classic classic camel camel. and that's when it cuts because i think it's a pg-13 movie and they're not gonna show that camel yeah, they're not gonna show Rachel McAdams with the, no, they're not no, gonna have it. She pulls, she pulls her dress in between her legs, and then he goes, "Nothing wrong with the classic camel." <laughs> That's kind of funny. That's funny. Yeah, that oh, was for good. Four so far, Trevor. Um, but have you ever done this before? A show just stuffed your pants like no, no. Well, keep in mind, like I, you know, I was the drummer. Like, yeah, you you're sitting me. behind a drum set anyway, like, so I'm it's sitting like sitting down most of the show. Yeah. Have I done some push-ups before a show? Absolutely. Okay. Hell yeah. Get that chest pumped up yeah, a little bit. That, you know, get that Rick Rude like, hey, all you sweatbags, get out of the way so the <laughs> ladies can see what they came to see. Rick Rude? Who is that? It's Rick a wrestler? Rude. He's a wrestler. I don't know him. God damn. Um, Before the performance, though, his dad is in his conscience, and I feel like... This could be, this could mess with his performance because his dad has been so shitty to him, basically, in this movie. And I've had zero experience with this. Yeah, Ben, you have no idea what this is like. No. This could also be used as a motivational (laughs) technique. Yes. To drive you to, you know what, go out there and fucking crush it, which, Ben, you also know about. Yeah, man. No, for the record, I think my dad is just tough. Yeah, <laughs> the, I'm loving you. The reason we're laughing is because we've tried to record this like 10 times now. 
But um, either way, wait a minute. I have written down here, Rachel McAdams performs alone. Does she? Does he, like, get so caught or something? What what happens he here? Goes I forget. To check the lighting. Okay. And uh, he said they had, he thought that he had 10 minutes where he went on. Obviously, they were the next act. So she starts without him because she's, well, she does that. Like, Where's Lars? Where's Lars? And they say, hey, man, show must go on. Let's go. So she starts yes, without him. Exactly. Which is a very true thing in while like performing in some sort of production or a show. The show is on a time limit. It needs to. It, it needs oh, to be yeah. On. Show needs to go on. Like yeah. whether you're there or not. Like if the band before you goes longer, that doesn't mean you get to go longer. It means your set is now shorter. Or if like a band member decides to go to a prom instead, you got to get somebody else in there. Got to find a filling. You know, all <laughs> or, a guitar- or if a guitarist is out, got to get somebody else in there. Got to get or someone a else bassist, in there. Or, you know, whoever. You just yeah. got to keep going. Show goes just on. Shows that everyone's replaceable. <laughs> Pretty much. Because what it comes down to it, man, it comes down to the songs. And uh, and the show. And the show. People are fucking there to see the show. That's so right. It needs to go on, man. The song in this scene is called Show Me Your Love. And no, I, it's not. It's not? What is it called? It's called Double Trouble. So they are playing the song Double Trouble. And this song is pretty goofy, but it's actually pretty catchy, too. I because, like it. Because I'm actually playing it in my head right now and i'm like yeah it's a pretty good jam not something i'm going on my way to listen to but it's a catchy song i wouldn't hate if it came on right now um i also (laughs) like that uh like actually there actually is good dynamic in this song and you don't see it so much in this performance but in another performance like the part that will ferrell sings the beginning like having the song rachel mcadams also sings that also part is like like a nice repetition part i'm like Uh oh that's kind of cool because they double it Ah, so okay. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. And especially in this performance, um, not necessarily with the song, but there's a lot of showmanship that goes on in Tons. this performance. I mean, they're trying to win a spot for this they're, contest, so they got to do all everything they all. can. Yeah. You but, know who uh, wasn't given their all, Ben? Who? Rachel McAdams. Um... Tell me more because I don't remember. Because exactly. she is only sort of singing. Oh yeah, I did look this up, but go ahead into it. So Rachel McAdams is singing in this movie, but it's not just her. It's blended with another. It is blended with another singer. Mm-hmm. She is from Sweden. And her name is Molly Sandin. So, if I were to ask you, what do you think the percentage of Molly to Rachel's voice is coming in here? How much of it is Rachel and how much of it is Molly? I think that when it's more of a talking or a lower singing voice, it's probably Rachel. But I'm sure I'm sure it's at least 80-20 Molly. Completely agree. I'd even go ninety ten. Like, ladies and gentlemen, the candy man just put his second lollipop in I his did. mouth. We've been talking for less than an hour. 
that's a lie because I've been it's recording been... for an hour and six minutes. But okay, okay, it's just, it's, it's <laughs> an hour. That's still two candy bars, two more life bars that I've had in the last seven months. Wow, said in the wow. last hour. Either way, whatever the percentage of the singing there is, she's up there singing along, and they get laughed at basically because. Do they like they fail at this performance, right? So this is where um, is this where they change the on stage thing and her? No, that's later. That's, that's later. later. Yeah. Uh, he does the angel wings and the angel wings fall on him and he's hanging there. Okay. Like an asshole. That's in this performance. I believe so. Okay. Either way, they fuck up, right? Yeah. And they pretty much don't win. No, they lose. They lose. They lose in Demi this Demi Lovato part. wins. Yeah. As everybody expected. Literally even the, the board of commissions over there expected. Yeah. But luckily for them, all the winners, or Demi Lovato and the winners, they're all, or other Everyone contestants. but Fire Saga. Yeah. They're on a boat. And they end up blowing up. I don't know. It wasn't really funny to me, but what did you think? I thought it was funny because uh, the line where she go, where Rachel Yacht goes, the elves went too far. The elves, then, elves are another thing that gets brought up a bunch throughout this movie, I feel like. Now, that is a real thing in Iceland. Elves. There's a lot of lore that is in Iceland, and elves are a part of said lore. Did you see any elves while you were over there? No, Ben, but I also wasn't looking, so. Okay. It's um, cool. Maybe they're there, maybe they're not. Maybe they're I mean, I can't I'm not gonna, I'm more not gonna, that. Tom DeLonge's into aliens. They could be almost, real. Almost proved they were real. <laughs> I know. It's fucking wild, um, but all right. Uh, anyway, so sorry. They are trying to act super sad while clearly celebrating the fact that all of their competition <laughs> just got are, Murder. murdered. They immediately were like, yes, we're in. This is so sad. This is so sad. Smiling. Yeah. We have they, to go in. And yeah. then they cut. Yeah. And then they go to a scene where they're like around all the people that are supposed to. Yeah. Uh, everyone put the people knows through. Fire Saga sucks. They're embarrassing. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, so we're in, so right? We're, so we're in. They're in the room. Yeah, they're in the room. Where I did like Team Iceland like relates like, oh, we're so we're fucked. Yeah. Pretty much. And then we get to a montage of Edinburgh, Scotland. Have you ever been there, Keen? Did you go there on your trip? No, yeah. no, I was, I, we, uh, had plans. I was told to go there when we were going to Ireland. Oh, okay. but then we did not go to Ireland. That's right. Uh, some because shit happened. Also did not go to Ireland. I didn't go there either. My brother was supposed to get married there. It got pushed back once. Got pushed back twice. Yep. Really fun times out there, guys. So we will see if I ever go to Edinburgh, Scotland. I would like to go. Yeah. Sounds like it could be fun. I don't know. Yeah. It looked kind of fun in this montage. 
Um, the song Lion of Love plays. I don't remember what was happening when this song was playing. Do you? It's the it's the first performance that I guess you want to call it sound check. Okay. Yeah. Where you're right. Yep. It's the competition sound check, and it's the dude from Russia. And his song's called Line of Love. He is the guy that is he in love with Rachel or tries to like get with Rachel he McAdams try, or no? He do, he does try to see what that tastes like. Or is he gay in this movie? Because they well, kind of allude to that a little bit, but towards we don't... the end, so a little bit of spoiler. <laughs> if you look up Line of Love, this song's about being gay, which is okay. totally awesome. Love it. The Lion of Love song. You said it is about being gay? They touch on it at the end of the movie. Okay. And they, I mean, the guy from Russia, it, it, more of it plays in the in the movie later. Yeah. I mean, either way, whatever. Yeah, it's all good. All good. Yeah. Um, It's an over-the-top t- over rehearsal. Is that, was that him that was doing the rehearsing? I forget. Well, every performance is pretty over the top yes in this competition again i mean i wish that we saw more footage of the actual competition but i think this is where they start to make fun of it mm-hmm. where it's like you know when you are on a show like this like you like even american idol does this or the voice where like you're doing like you're wearing something ridiculous and you're a part of some ridiculous stage show and like this is where the actual talent leaves the show yeah I agree with you that they like it might doesn't be matter what your performance was. Just as long as it's a it's an over the top like right. extravagant type thing good. and it looks cool. No, I agree with that. Then we cut to a music rehearsal between Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell and they're but they're like in a recording studio more than like a rehearsal space. So like yeah, like with this like Iceland obviously hires their whole like their best choreographer, their best recorder, like their best producer, trying to like make like trying to polish a turd, you could say, for lack of a better term, because mm-hmm. they don't think that Fire Saga is. I mean, it's their only option, so they're that trying makes to polish, sense. trying to polish those guys again. So that's why, and obviously, Will Ferrell is uh, Lars is playing into that because it's you know he's getting the attention that he's that he's always wanted. Like he's finally living the life that he saw himself doing. That's a great point. I didn't. I didn't pick up on that when I watched it. Um, but you're ex- exactly right. Lars is like, shit, finally some people are like helping me out, paying attention attention to my songs. And Rachel McAdams is sort of like... that's where, This is where she starts to lose it. Yeah, she's she, like... She never, she never thought of it like that. She yeah. thought of it just playing, like being with Lars. Being real and yeah. being with Lars. Right. And like, being like, hey, this is our thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But, um. See, this is where I think the movie starts where parts fall on deaf ears. Mm hmm. Because if you're not paying attention to something like that, like, you might, like, Trevor, who's now over five, who, like, this movie, <laughs> where, you know, it, it gets lost. Maybe. But, you know, so there's some people who have never been in a situation where, like somebody like, all right, now the wheels are turning. Like now we're getting somewhere. And there's another person who's like, well, this isn't really what I wanted. True. I agree with that. So then we cut to a party scene at Alexander's house. 
Um, I thought one thing that was funny was the the male statues, just like naked dudes with they seem like fully erect penises. Uh, no? It's only ha- it's only half chub for sure. Yeah, for sure. Right. Uh, what I like about it is that he says, "Oh, these are ancient Greek god statues," <laughs> and they go, "Really? Because it looks a lot, a lot like, like you. you." It's like, nope, nope, not. It's not me. Um, he tells Rachel McAdams' character to sing well, they from break, her heart. They break, they break apart. Oh yeah, Will Ferrell goes with uh, the other girl. I forget her name. Her name's not really mentioned, but she actually okay. is. And if this plays into the next scene, she is a previous winner of the Eurovision contest. Oh, she is? So tell your part, and I'll go into it. Alexander. Goddamn tiki cup. Yeah. Alexander tells Rachel McAdams' character to sing from the heart, not the head. Like He's like, you're singing from here, not from here. Again, something that I completely agree with. Some people technically are able to sing, but if you aren't singing with some soul then it um it doesn't have that same feeling and it doesn't have that same effect it also touches on the actual singing concept where you should never like sing with your head voice you sing with your chest that's a great that's a great point that's a great point like physically you got to be singing from your chest too right not with this you know your nasally uh fucking voice blow your eardrums out yeah exactly um but yeah, what did you want to say though about So after this scene they go into the song along? Yes. Song along. So the is cool this thing a real about... thing? Like what is this? I'm not sure if the song along is a real thing. The cool thing about this song along is everyone that is singing, except for the Will Ferrell, Rachel McAdams, and the dude that plays Alex, are all previous winners of the Eurovision Song Contest. Okay. I think I might have read that. But so, yeah, that is interesting. That's good. Everyone you hear sing, and they sing. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's so cool. It's cool. Um, the scene itself, though, I was kind of like, uh, "This is just not my. It's not my scene. Really? Not my I thought thing." It was, I thought it was cool because, like, you know, it, in it, once in a while, like, you know, brings music back into the movie. They're, they're singing songs that we all know. Did they sing a? Uh, they sing Cher. They oh, yeah, that's right. Abba. They sing Miley. Okay. You know, it's all I mean, it's all it's, it's all pop. Okay. Yeah. It's just kind yeah, of goofy. Do you believe in, in love, love, love? love? Yeah. I know. Really don't think I'm strong enough. Oh. It kind of reminded me of that movie uh, Pitch Perfect a little bit where they just like break out in the songs left and right. Hey, not a terrible movie. Not terrible but we not, will talk about it not a movie that i really like either sorry I mean, again i'm not i'm not going anywhere when i watch it but the, yeah I mean, this are this the scene i thought the scene was cool just because once again it, it does introduce that this is a real contest there are real winners and there's a lot of amazing singers out here which can go across multiple i mean countries of the world that don't get recognition that they deserve sure Okay. Yeah, that's good. These, or like you know, they these because I not, hadn't heard of any of them really. I still no, don't know their and, names, you know, but they're in this maybe, movie. The, maybe what the music they perform hasn't broken through in the American scene where we live, but maybe you know, not. winning winning this contest in 
England and, and Europe is a huge thing. Yeah. And, like, you know, it's cool that they uh, showed some love to it. And it also shows, you know, the kind of pull or the presence that Will Ferrell has mm-hmm. to get these people in the movie, which I think is oh, awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's like cool. he's such a, he has a huge effect in America, but now that oh, he's, yeah. you know, he has such pull in other countries to get these people um, or these artists into the scene. Well, I mean, they're probably not doing much else, but. Well, I think that's where you might be wrong, actually. <laughs> yeah. Are they doing a lot else? I, you would, I mean, I, there's, I mean, Kelly Clarkson won American Idol. She's, you know, she's still doing shit. Well, that's something that I did actually want to talk about. Uh, so the winners of American Idol, though, I feel like don't, um, the majority of them, like, burn out. That's because I don't think that they're, it, there's all, you know, there's always another season, like, also later that year. This is once a year. It's a huge deal. It's not blown out of proportion like American Idol is. Well, and I, I mean, I think you know there hasn't been a lot of you know every year it's a different fucking judge and shit like that. Well, that's much. okay, okay. And again, you know they're not screening fans or screening artists the way that uh, American Idol does. True. Like I mean, prime so example uh, is that, is, either is the, way, is the, this move the Moonfang like Moonfang. Yeah. That's like, you know, it looks like gore. Like, do you think that band would ever make it on American Idol? No. 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 See, they give everyone a shot. Yeah. That's or, fair. Yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. No, I, I, I hear what you're saying. And as I said earlier on in the pod, uh, I like that it's based on not only the performance, but the people have to write the song, too. It also, like, I mean, yeah, write the song. And then, again, like, the cool thing about this um, movie is that's different that it's not U.S. focused and it puts the spotlight on European talent, which we would never see. That's true too. Whereas in American Idol and stuff, it's like they're singing other people's songs other people's songs. They're not all the I mean, time, and they, they always have even, like a theme, and it's like right. They don't even try to attempt to put these people to like try to make their write their own songs like yeah a lot of those guys can really sing i'm not arguing that yeah but can they write can they write a song no that's um i agree i agree um they bring up this thing about a spirit note myth have you looked into this at all what exactly is a spirit note i'm not sure if it's actually a real thing Uh uh-huh i mean it, it might just be lore Okay, but and I know that um, Lars and Rachel McAdams' character they know of it, and then she is caught off guard one hundred percent when Alexander knows about it. Yes, so it, you know it's a little foreshadowing there. Is it a a note that like nobody can hit except? In this scene, he's like, "Whoa, you almost hit it!" Like, is it just like some special? It's kind of like uh, I think it's something close like the brown sound that everyone talks about, like in South Park and shit like that. Yeah, or like uh, blue blue steel in uh, Zoolander. Pick a destiny. Yeah, it's all made up. Yeah, I mean, as far as I know, but yeah, it's all made up, but. I mean, if there was anyone to be able to hit that spirit note, it would be Freddie Mercury, so. Oh, hell yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, then we move to a, I have written down, Europe scene. 
But so this is where this is after the performance, um, where Lars is not stoked on obviously his performance with all the failures. He's looking at himself in the like a reflection bond reflection. Yep. And uh, the best part about this is that his his reflection answers back. (laughs) That was kind of good. Like you know, calls him you know, calls him a big old stooge and shit like that. It's very Mm -hmm. funny. Then uh, I think the Americans throw a rock or something into the water. Oh yeah. Is this where GOT was filmed? You know, Game of Thrones. That was funny. Do you feel like you were that way when you visited Iceland? Do you think you were that stereotypical American? No, because like one of the things you have, like, I mean, I did tons of research. And then, you know, what you do is you don't like in that film, you see those, you know, those guys were dressed like assholes. Uh huh. And that's not what you do when you're over there. You dress normal. Like, and then, uh, however, there are numerous things that they do that, like, kind of poke fun at Americans. Like, there is a restaurant called American Style in oh, Iceland. Is there? And, like, okay. That's, that's where funny. you get, like, your, like, quadruple cheeseburgers mm-hmm. and, like, shit like that. And, like, you know, there's like, one burger that I'll never It's called the Gringo. And it has, like, pepper jack cheese and, like, an onion ring and, like, a jalapeno pepper on it. Like, so it's like, the spicy kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, there are things that they do to make fun of all, uh, American culture, but I mean, we fucking deserve it. So, yeah, I think to some degree, sure. Yeah. Um, the thing about uh, <laughs> go to, go exactly. to Starbucks, I thought that was funny. People Where's love Starbucks? fucking Starbucks. It's on every corner, yeah. It's like, oh, is it really there though? Like, I, yeah. I they really are trying to find a Starbucks. From for me, uh. Fuck Starbucks. I don't need a fucking Starbucks. Go get your K-Cups, man. <laughs> Fun fact cheap, is... Uh, cheap coffee. Is Come the, on. Iceland is the only country that McDonald's has failed in. Really? Yep. Why is that? That's interesting. Because it's so expensive to import things there. Oh, okay. And because everyone that lives there is so focused on living off the land that they do not go to chain restaurants. Oh, might have better food then. The food there's incredible. Yeah. There you go. Um so then we cut to a part where Rachel McAdams is singing and playing piano. Is yeah, this in her a hotel song? room alone? Yeah. Is this a song that she plays at the end of the movie with Will Ferrell? It is the yeah, it is the start to the end of the song, yes. Okay. This song, when I first heard it in this scene, I was like Man, this song's got potential. This song sounds it's, pretty good. It's got a little feel good in there, a little, a little, yeah. little warm on there. Yeah. Uh, compared to the other songs we had been hearing, it sounded a lot better than them. If it's way better than Line of Love. Yeah, that song. Yeah, don't. I but don't like that song. <laughs> Double Trouble is a good song. Yeah, we'll get to we'll get to more Double Trouble. Um, Demi Lovato, she comes in. And she's like on fire as like a fire ghost. I don't know what the fuck is I going love on here. It's supposed they, to be funny, I guess, but well, it's funny because like they made like, you know okay. usually when you see when someone passes, it's their regular like it's, it's yeah just that's them. true and, and it shows her with her arm missing because that comes up like her skin's all fucked up. She's on fire and she's on fire. And yeah, like, that's funny. Yeah, it's like that's kind of funny. Yeah, oh for five, Trevor. <laughs> kind of funny. I ain't love okay. it, but all right. Is it whatever? Is it slap your knee funny? No, no. but it's no. giggle funny. Giggle. Okay. 
Then we move on to the Eurovision semifinals. And I asked in my notes, we're already in the semifinals? Like, wait, yeah, what? It just, just skipped like this awesome. Uh, yeah, little, all these other plot holes. There's no other. Well, Keen, apparently it's not a plot hole. The Eurovision Song Contest actually just starts with the semifinals and then goes oh, to the finals. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I looked this up. Um, it's just, yeah. That's all it, just semifinals and then finals. It doesn't make sense yeah. to me, but, uh, okay. Fast in a hurry, man. Yeah. Don't fuck around over there. I There's guess no not. There's no themed weeks or nothing like that. There's no judges' performance. See, I like it. Yeah. Quick and to the point. Um, we don't know bullshit. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then we, this is where we get this song is a basically it's a montage of a bunch of different performances and different songs that are played. Um, why can't I see you again? I see like a exclamation point there you go um I'm okay moving. so here we go let's Maybe go through the, fast yeah let's go through these songs the first song is called running with the wolves yeah what this the song's f- badass what in the fuck is going on here is what i have written down and is this gore we as you talked about it's not gore it's not gore i think this plays into the band baby metal have you heard of them Baby metal? No, I yeah. haven't. What the hell is that? They're from Japan. Okay. And it's a, a a whole metal band. They all just like skeletons, and they have three small Japanese girls as their lead singers. I'm looking up baby metal now. Wow. Okay. That is uh different. <laughs> all right. So I think it was a, it was a play on that. Okay. It also I think is a play on like you know it, you don't have to be. I mean this song is kind of disco, poppy, housey. Yeah. Um. But you know it plays in the whole the whole character like you know how Kiss did like you know they had the whole makeup the demon Gene Simmons but like they weren't playing heavy metal. No, it's definitely not heavy metal. It's just right. a weird looking dude with uh. A singer, Moon Moonfang. That's Moonfang. the name of the yeah. the band. Hmm. Yeah, I, it was weird for me, but okay. Um, then we move on to the song. There's a group with a blonde lead singer, and it did kind of remind me of the band Blondie. I don't know it, if the song 100%, was because the song not so much with the band because it was one lead singer wearing well, she was blonde hair wearing all gold. Yeah, the rest of the band wearing okay, all it wasn't... blue guitars, blue drum sets, all dressed the same. All right, it wasn't just which, me. Okay, which is a I think a great dynamic in a band. Yeah, man, it works <laughs> every t- every, <laughs> every time. time. Yeah, fine. Um, hit, oh, hit okay, my itch hit my interest in the next song. Yeah, it's it, here's part of my problem with this movie though. It's like these songs. I don't necessarily remember any of them to really comment on them. I've only watched the movie once, so may- maybe that's part of the well, problem. But like, I, I don't, also, I don't think they were made for you to do that. Though is the thing. No, no, I think I mean they want you to focus on the Iceland songs. 
That's mm-hmm. a good point. They want the other songs to look kind of mediocre in comparison to the Iceland songs. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Trevor, I think they did a good six. I think they did a good job of that. <laughs> because this next song, Hit Hit My Itch. Yeah. Hit My Itch, yeah. I thought it was somewhat catchy. I have written down it was somewhat catchy, but this guy is crying for some reason, and they even bring Dude. that up in the movie. That was yeah. kind of funny. Dude, there he is, crying for no apparent reason. <laughs> Trevor, 0 for 7. Um, next song, Come and Play. I don't remember this one at all, but I have written down it was a meh song. A little, little filler action right here. Again, just to show the variety of the artists that yeah. are in it. The next song was Johnny John John. John. What Kicking with my hell? homies. Yeah, oh, this raps, this song sucked. This was whack. I, th- I think this one this was, was, a, was a little a little nudge at American music on this, this one. This was stupid. What but American music was this? Top 40 pop R&B kind of thing. Because the guy, you know, his dance moves, like he lifts up his shirt, shows his six pack. That's that's what shit America, people, people in America do. Like in their music videos. Okay. I All thought right. this one was a, like, you know, homies isn't said anywhere else. Yeah. True, true. Then we get to the Iceland group Fire Saga, of course, the protagonists of the movie. And uh, why do I keep writing down Show Me Your Love? The name of the song is Double Trouble. Double Trouble, exactly. This song is catchy. This is the standout song in the movie. And uh, this performance, like in the beginning, you're kind of like, you're kind of like the audience. You're like watching it going like, is this good? Is this bad? But then it like starts picking up and you're like, yeah, this is good. This is good. Yeah, this this is good. good. And then they start fucking up because Will Ferrell's character decided I made your dress extra long your for some scarf reason. Longer to, yeah. fill out the, to fill out the stage. Yeah, that was stupid. Why? Because <laughs> he's a fuck up? Because Lars is a fuck up? It just shows that he, again, is so into the glitz and glamour uh-huh. of the performance and not so much of the performance yeah. itself. This is him thinking about himself and proving other people wrong to show that he's legit. So what he does is he puts on the full show. And he overcompensates, overcompensates. for what goes. Yeah, I get that. Yep. I get that. The thing that I do admire, though, is like even though they fuck up completely with show the wheel, the show on. must go on. As you said earlier, it's like, hey, man, we got to keep going, even though this thing going. was like dead in the water, like completely I mean, dead. Dude, so bad. Dave Grohl broke his leg on on stage. stage. The rest of the band filled the time. Yes. And then he came back and played. Is also there was a time where Paul Stanley got super sick before a show and then Kiss played as a three piece the entire show. The only known ever Kiss performance of them as a three piece. Wow. We got to talk about a Kiss movie in the future. Detroit Rock City. We were talking about My, it with Super Fan, super fan Kevin. <laughs> yep. Um, I love that movie. Give us five anyway, stars. Give us star like, stars. Yeah. If you like Super Fan Kevin Holbrook and his Make Move Pussy statement. <laughs> on the grease contract um but yeah man the show must go on even if you fuck up in the middle of a song or later on in a, after the song whatever i know i've broken a string on a guitar before and it's like 
and I'm like not, I don't I've done a snare drum over on stage before. Yeah, it's like you got to keep going, man. What are you gonna yeah. do? It just it's all right. I'm packing it up. Done. Sorry, y'all. Yeah, no, that's not how it fucking works. Um, you keep going, and that's what they do. And at first, you know, the audience is kind of surprised, and they don't have a reaction. It's just dead silent in the crowd. But then they come to their senses after Lars has basically left the stage, and they start to cheer, right? Yeah, um, I mean the the announcer goes before the, like throughout this entire performance, he's like, "This is surprisingly really good." Surpri- yes, like all yes. right, here we like here we go. Like the the song definitely has potential. Their performance was very good until mm-hmm. uh, Rachel gets fucking choked out and the, oh, the yeah, hamstring yeah, yeah. falls yeah. off. Yeah. But again, they bounce back, they finish the song, and then, you know, you get an applause for that. Like, it was... Yeah. Let's talk about Will Ferrell singing, though, real quick, because I know it's just something that we brought up earlier that we wanted to get back around to. Um, his voice, like, whenever I hear Will Ferrell sing, I'm just like, that's Will Ferrell singing. And it's just like, I think of funny guy Will Ferrell. It doesn't come off as... Uh, a serious singer. You know what I mean? Or, but it's not bad, though. Uh, I don't it's know, not, man. It's, it's kind of goofy to me. Not, like, whereas... Okay, so here's a comparison. Emmy. No. But, like, he gets by in this well, movie. Well, Emmys are for TV shows, but... Okay, whatever. <laughs> Grammy. He's not wearing a Grammy. Grammy, sure. He's not even wearing a like, Latin Grammy. But, but when know. I compare his voice... And singing musical chops to a contemporary of his, Adam Sandler, singing Grow Old With You. Like, if I listened to Grow Old With You on the radio, I'd be like, I don't care who, like, that sounds good to me. I don't care that it's Adam Sandler, comedian. If I heard Will Ferrell singing Grow Old With You, I'm thinking like, that's fucking Will Ferrell, and it doesn't sound. Really? I would, I would kind of put their singing level almost on the same. Really? Okay. Because well, they don't. Both of them don't. I would say that Adam Sandler does a lot more like talk singing. You think so? Than Will think, Ferrell does? Yeah. I think Dave. Yeah, I think um, Will Ferrell actually has a more harmony to his stuff, but they're both talk singing. They're not actually singing. Okay. I. I sort of agree with you, and They're I hear singing, what you're saying. It's the talk, yeah, in the way that David Lee Roth sings. David Lee Roth is great, though. Yeah, but he's not singing. He's he's not singing. He's singing. No, even Dave Grohl says like Dave Grohl's like I don't sing. I scream real good, but I don't sing. So maybe okay, if we're going by your definition, though, maybe that's why. I'm like sitting there thinking like, Ugh, this like sounds weird because he's talk singing number one, number two, the songs that he's talk singing are kind of goofy. Yeah. So like it's- the combination of those two are like, Ugh, I'm like judging it, thinking that it's a goofy thing overall. I, I think I think you're judging it like. You know, like he's actually like he's singing. You know, he's he's not a singer; he's a comedian. Yes, yeah, maybe. 
He's not singing these songs as a singer. He's singing them as a comedian. That said, now that I'm thinking about it, there's a movie called Stranger Than Fiction. Ever see it? Will Ferrell's yeah, in it. I've watched it with you. No, you haven't. Okay, Ben, don't remember that memory. It's fine. When did that happen? I don't know, Ben. We watched a lot of movies together. We've been friends for fucking 20 years. Tell me years. what that movie's about if we watched it together. I'm not I'm not breaking Who's it Who's in that movie? Will Ferrell. Who else? I don't know. Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's been a while. Well, there's a scene where he plays acoustic guitar. He plays and guitar, sings. right? Yeah. yeah. And it's actually pretty good now that I think about it. It's not that he's a bad singer. It's just he's not a singer. He's a comedian singing. There you go. He's not a singer. He's a comedian singing. Yeah. It's a good way to put it. Smart guy. Smart guy. Yeah. Will Ferrell is, not you. No, anyway. <laughs> Lars pusses out and he leaves because he's like, okay, it's not going to happen for me. I'm well, going to become a professional. He's upset. Yeah. Okay. It happens. But Rachel McAdams, she's expecting to take it on the chin, but she doesn't have to because. Right. Well, she's confident enough that like in that performance and she's like so proud to be there that she's not going to let a bad performance embarrass her. Yeah. She's tougher than that. Yeah. She's a bad bitch. Exactly. But miraculously, they win because the audience sees that it was a good song and a good performance overall, I think. Well, I don't, I'm not sure if it was the audience that played a part. I mean, it shows other well, countries voting for other countries. That is true, but they have a popular vote and they have a vote from judges or something, too, right. beforehand. I, they also like go in like when they're talking about other countries. The Iceland commissioner comes up and he has, he apologizes for the band that they sent. They that the fire saga. Oh up yeah, 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 yeah. And he goes because ten so point bad. Netherlands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But alas, they make it. Alas, look at you alas. using big words. Yeah, nice. I'm trying anyway. Yeah. But meanwhile, Lars he somehow gets back. He well he gets back home. He goes to on the plane goes back home doesn't look at the tvs at all showing at they all. won Some, you just walk somehow right doesn't by. see any, doesn't I mean, see those, any of them those glasses he were wearing so sick you think so you would pick up oh. a pair of those glasses in a fucking new york yeah minute. in a new york minute okay <laughs> absolutely um but we cut to him he's on a fishing boat with his dad well, you're skipping where the the drummer of the band catches up with the, oh, the, the yeah, little no, kid. Oh, yeah, no, he can't, he catches up with him. And and he's, he's like, he's, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm getting on music. I'm a fisherman. I'm going to drink myself to death. <laughs> and he goes, give up on your dreams now while you're still young. Still young. <laughs> so, good. very funny, right? It's okay. Oh, for eight, just, Trevor. I feel like again the lines are funnier when we're saying them than in the movie they were just executed poorly or something. But I mean, the drink drink myself to death was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> Either way, he gets on the boat. He's talking to his dad, and his dad finally respects him. Finally, so Ben, have you had this moment yet? Or? No. All right. <laughs> Where I get respect from my dad? No. Yeah. Yes, I had. Yeah, sure. Have you? Yeah, I'm not. My I, I'm loved. I don't know if you ever felt this way, but of course I felt that way. Um, but yeah, you know, he, 
his dad reflects uh he shows that's the land that's iceland like you're representing this town you know this this is this is you you shouldn't give up like like really goes his dad goes back on everything he's ever said to him because during that performance it he finally felt like holy shit they're actually pretty good right he's he's giving a little toe tap yeah he's a toe tap of some bitch isn't he yeah he was he was tapping he was tapping that toe a little bit. He was tapping them toes, huh? Yeah, he was. Yeah, toe tapping some bitch. Um, and so he, also, he dives right into the water. Well, he dives right into the water the after water he is, finds out water like, is so cold there. One of the guys is like, "Oh yeah, Iceland made it," and Will Ferrell's like, "What the fuck? Like, why didn't you tell me earlier?" Basically, and he it dives like, right you, into it the water. Leads you to believe that the little kid was like. Hey, why are you here? And then, like, Wilfred cut him off before he could tell him that he was yeah. in the finals. And then he dives in the water that he shouldn't swim in because it's so cold. Is it that cold? I mean, I believe you, but yeah. Yeah, it's cold. It's Iceland. Um, Before he gets there, back to the competition, though, he visits some little elf houses or something. What is going he, on here? Can he visits this? the elves that are mentioned earlier in the movie where uh, there's a scene where Rachel Adams character gives them whiskeys and biscuits, which are just cookies uh, to please the elves again, because Man, folklore me, is okay. so huge in Icelandic culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they like, he has the, the one dude from the, uh, Wow, the presidential board, I guess you want to call it. Uh-huh. Board of admissions. I don't know. Uh drive him there. And he, he gives them, he you know, he I guess gives them biscuits and whiskey. And then that character attempts to choke to out him. Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, then but then yeah, go ahead. I don't know. He stops talking, falls to the ground, and Will Ferrell pulls out a bloody knife. Yeah, a very small bloody knife too. Yeah, and then you like hear a door slam, and you door, think door it could be it. All right, well, I'll just leave this here <laughs> in case you have to murder anyone else. <laughs> Is that what he says? <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Mm-hmm. I don't remember it, it, it being that funny, also, but that's it, funny it, you say he's, he's, he's like, I'm the one that blew up the boat and killed everyone, so you guys were like, he's this guy's been the villain the entire movie. He did say that. Yep. Oh, for nine, Trevor. Oh my God, he's just keeping a running, a running tally. This movie, I'm not saying that it's a comedic genius movie. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's okay. Why is she leaving food out for these elves? Like, because imagine so- if I, if I like during Christmas time, I left out milk and cookies for Santa Claus. It's and then like w- that. That's that's American folklore. Like it's yeah. It play, except it when I life. wake up, that milk and cookies is still going to be there unless I drink it and eat it the night before. Right, but it it paints the picture. Do you you know <laughs> your kids though, right? I guess I could. Yeah. You don't. I don't yet. My kid is two and one. People don't forget Ben. People don't but forget it, what? What do you mean? It's a, it's a thing. Well, I mean, like it's again like there's numerous religions and cultures that you know you have to you have to do things to appease the, the gods. It's like that. I no, I get that. I just think it'd be funny if I played that folklore 
within my own house and it's like also, it's easy for her to walk away from it and be like okay it's going to disappear but if i did it in my own house and then woke up and see the things still there then it's like oh. well it's not, that, it's not it's not for you it's for your like you would do it for oh your for kids. my kids yes listen exactly. if i were you i'd be fucking with my kids heavy yeah yeah why not they don't know shit i i mean <laughs> depends on how much uh you feel like yeah, messing man. with them, I guess. Are you are you sliding dollars on those pillows for the tooth fairy? Not yet. They haven't lost any teeth yet. But yeah, I guess I will. Yeah, see, you're it's a, the exact same concept. Exact same. I get it. I get it. But those are kids. These are adults in the movie that are dealing with yeah. folklore. And there's tons of adults that believe in it. That, there's tons of uh, cultures that do sure. that. Sure. It's not like this is some wild concept. That it's not. I'm movie. saying in terms of, yeah. Okay. Whatever. Let's move on. I think one of the funnier scenes in this movie is when he starts going back to the contest and he he gets with the Americans that drive him there. Yeah, he lands back in Edinburgh. And yeah. The, uh, the only car is a Mini Cooper. Who Will Ferrell is like six three. Yeah, and he's trying to fit himself he's the into them. Fifth person in a Mini Cooper. Yeah, and he's like, "There's no speed limit in Europe," and then he like slams on it. Basically, the kid slams on it, and he's Will Ferrell's like, "You got some balls. They may be small, <laughs> but you got them." You got them. <laughs> the best part of that's like in Iceland. Uh, there is there's not really a speed limit to where like a recommendation of how fast you should go. Really, and I thought that was just a joke. I assume there's some kind it's, of speed it's, limit. It's cl- well, the autobahn like doesn't have a speed limit. Like, like it, there are areas where there isn't, but like in Iceland alone, there is a speed wreck. I mean, how fast? You, it's very mountainy, and there's it's you know, there, it does snow out of nowhere sometimes and rain out of nowhere there. Okay. Uh, so there's like a recommendation like of how like, how fast you should go, and if you go above that, this like you know how in America there's like oh it's a 55 and you're going 62. It doesn't tell you how fast you're going. It just shows a giant frowny face that the <laughs> the country's upset that you are breaking the rules. You're breaking the okay, yeah. And like if if it, there's nothing if you're if you're following it, there's nothing. But if you're passing it, it's a giant red frowny face. Okay. And then you know what? You feel bad. You're like, oh, I'm disappointing somebody. Wait. So were you driving when you were there? Yeah. Do they drive on the other side of the road over they do there? Not. They don't. Okay. It is normal driving. Yes. Just uh, the normal driving. road signs the are right. very different. I did have to okay. take. I did download. I did read a book about the road signs because it's okay. very different. Okay. But um, the when you are speeding, it's you're not getting arrested. They're just disappointed in you, and it's very oh, funny. Nice. Okay. Like you legit. Oh, why is he so sad? Oh, uh, I'm making him so sad. Yeah, you're speeding. Shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you shouldn't be doing that. Either way, we get to the finals. We hear Lions of Love song again. I'm not feeling it. Crappy song. For what, the fourth time? Yes. Um, then we get but to the Iceland the, song. One of the previous contestants say, like, so you're gay, right? Yes. It's like, no, there's no gay Russians ever. Systematically thinking, that's not a thing. <laughs> I I don't know, man. Again, in the movie, I was just sort of like, meh. That's kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, for nine. You talking about it? Funnier, but we get to the Iceland song though, 
Is this the song that she was playing on the? This is the song that she was playing in uh in the in the room by herself. This is the song that Alexander pointed out she was singing in her sleep. Mm-hmm. And then this is also a turning point in the movie. You could say where it's a very selfless act by Will Ferrell's character Lars, because the entire time the movie's been about about him, him changing the songs. Him change the performance, and then he finally realized, like you know, it's not about me, it's about us, and then that's why he lets him play her song. Yes, he finally takes a back seat and realizes, like, hey, maybe I should let her take center stage for once. And even to the point where she goes, "We'll get disqualified if we play this," and he goes, "I don't care." That's true. Which I don't really understand that rule that you can't just like. Right, why you'd play the same song numerous times. Numerous in, in times? I don't yeah. fucking get that because we already but heard hey, Lions of Love and you can't play Double Trouble. Guess what, Ben? We don't write the rules there. That's true. Whatever. Either way, they play this song. I think this song is decent, I guess. it's. Uh, I thought it was very good. Uh, they play a different song. Pretty good for a pop song. I have written down. He has a little speech beforehand, too. He goes, music is not a contest. A perfect song isn't the winning song, but a song that comes from the heart. I agree with that. Real talk. That's some real shit. I agree with that. I'm with that. You know, there's some uh, songs out there that are written by like 15 people, but they're going to be great on the radio charts for like a week and then lose that steam. Yeah, but there's other songs that... uh, might written not by that same radio play that are phenomenally better. And one song that I'm thinking of now, Ooh, let me one hear of this. our favorite bands, I would say, song that doesn't get a lot of radio play, but has that like feeling and a feeling with the fan base, Motorcycle Drive-By by Third Eye Blind. That song is like, that's a deep song that resonates with the fans of the band that you know like i said doesn't get radio play or anything but that song is fucking great for sure i think this plays into that there unfortunately there are times where you have to write a song for the radio and then there's songs that you write songs for the fans or like you write songs that are real sure yeah i think that yeah i think that uh like, i is mean right third too. Outline, third outline is a great example like you know jumper is a good song but sure, motorcycle drive by is a ten times better song. Yeah, you know, yeah. forgetting like, forget myself is a way better song than fucking Jumper. Forgetting myself is a really good song too. I do really like Jumper. It's just like it gets a little overplayed too. Right, for sure. You know, but yeah. I mean, there's definitely. I mean, there's tons, a handful of songwriter songs that we can relate to. Oh that yeah, aren't big hits. That aren't big hits. Yep, I agree with that. Um, but I, I like how this shows that like it's not all about that. It's not all about you know being the best band or having the best song. It's about coming from your heart and doing like you know on, talking on some real shit. That's what Lars tries to do here. He's like, look, we got to be on some real shit. Let's play your song. He yeah. automatically knows it. I don't know how, but whatever. Maybe it just shows how musically talented it's all he has. Maybe he actually is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He figures it out. They play it. 
And the audience seems to really like it, right? I like how the light show just matches up perfectly. Matches up perfectly. Makes no fucking sense, but okay. This is a movie. It's a movie. We're just going to go with it. And uh, in the article that comes out, after they come back home, it says they lost the contest, but they win the hearts of fans. Even the announcers, this is is an incredible performance, but they are disqualified for changing their song. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of funny. Oh, for 10, Trevor? Not. Again, it's just like Josie and the Pussycats, like where things sound funny when we're talking about them, but in the movie, it's not as funny. Hey, man, you just got to pay a little more attention. Uh, I don't know, man. There's just like better delivery of things like that in better movies, like basketball, that type of, but different, different movie. They get back home and, uh, after losing the contest and the movie just sort of ends on them playing happy again at that bar. Well, uh, the, here's my O for 11 statement for Trevor is, you know, what's funny about this is, is during the performance, uh, Will Ferrell's dad, invites Rachel's mom over to hang out and then they're playing at the wedding of Will Ferrell's dad's character and Rachel McAdams mom's character making them brother and sister but they're already already married and have a kid so it kind of plays into the whole joke oh Jesus Christ I didn't even pick up on that when was when did that happen at the end of the movie there the the the, did that happen in the credits or something no, the last performance is at the wedding celebration of that. Oh, I thought that was just a bar oh, performance. Oh, you thought wrong. I didn't pick up on that, but I believe you. I'm going to take your word for it. And yeah, okay. Yeah, it's kind of funny, I guess. I don't know. And then it's funnier they, talking about it with they you announced, than in the you movie. You guys want to hear the song that won us the Eurovision competition? or And then they get... oh the the song that they played in the Eurovision or they uh and they go no yeah 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 ding, yeah, ding dong. dong yeah yeah okay well here's yeah yeah who's ding yeah dong. yeah ding dong by it's a it's, fake song you said it's a fake right song yeah, I didn't look it up I saw it was a real song they said no yeah it's just funny like uh, yeah I wonder who it's by but either way that's Eurovision song contest fire saga story uh it's final very, count trevor fan who called in 0 for 11 it's just a very uh, we haven't it's gotten fine. To the, we haven't it's gotten fine. to the grading scale okay it's time for the questions uh real quick let's see if you can answer this off the top of your head top five will ferrell movies Ooh, ooh. And I don't even ask this. for a particular order. This is in no order. Okay. Step Brothers. Yep. Anchorman. Yep. Talladega Nights. Okay. Everything Must Go. Interesting pick, but okay. Superstar. Wait a minute. One. Oh, okay. Superstar. That's another Very funny. A uh, sleeper. Yeah. Well, one, two. So you named five already, huh? You said top five. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, there's some glaring omissions. 
Uh, I will go with you on Step Brothers. Okay. Hilarious. Anchorman. Hilarious. Obviously. This is where we're going to start to change. Night at the Roxbury. Come on. Uh, yeah. And here's yeah, right. another big one that you missed. Change this is a glaring omission. Are you ready? Do you even know what I'm about to say? Probably not. Old school. Oh, yeah. Fuck Come on, man. man. You know what? Take back. I mean, <laughs> as, much as, I, as much as I love everything, you, I, uh, as much as I love everything, let's go. Old school, Old school is, has got to be in, in there, man. Come on. That movie is incredible. <laughs> that movie is incredible. Exactly. It is so So fucking good. funny. Oh, and now I'm looking that, at his. That's like, that's like a 9.7 out of 10 for me. Old school. Yeah. And now that I'm thinking. He's not of, even a major role in that movie. He's not. He's like the second or third guy. He's the third lead. Yeah. Yeah. Great fucking movie. Vince Vaughn's um, the second lead. Yeah. Yeah. Did I say Step Brothers? I said yes. Step Brothers. Okay. Uh, you know what else I'm going to go with? I, I mean, the man's in Austin Powers. True. He is in Austin Powers also. Um, I mean, but I'm going to I'm going to go more Will Ferrell driven movie that you did not mention just because just to be different and just to maybe make you say what you said about old school like whoa didn't think of that one elf elf's a good movie but <laughs> i've seen it so many times okay it's a, it is on a lot but it, it's arguably one of the greatest christmas movies of all time it is next to die hard i love die hard two movies uh, we're not going to be talking about on this podcast but old school is underrated I do, we I got like, some christmas sure. movies this december on my list on he's checked it twice <laughs> you know it um let's get to the real question so You're does the music right make the movie or does the movie make the music um i would love to say because this movie shows so much uh coverage of a conversation that no one knew of until now what in america knew of till now but the movie makes the music now why would you say that because did you know what Eurovision was until before this? No. That's a good point. And there's also, you know, you don't hear these songs on the radio. They're not like bangers. No. But it's just they're just songs in the movie about a competition. So that makes making so that the mu movie makes the music. Okay. Are you saying I'm going to go the other way because this is what we sometimes do. Because... Without the music, there wouldn't be a Eurovision Song Contest. And without the Eurovision Fair. Song Contest, there wouldn't be a movie. So the music makes the movie. Fair. Fair. And with that, what do you score it? I think this movie is good. I, I enjoy it. I'm not stopping my day to watch it. I'm not scrolling through like, oh, here it is. I've been a little, a little hard on the grade lately. I feel like I've been a little hard on the grade. I think I have to keep being hard on the grade. C flat. Okay. Well, I'm giving it a D. A flat, a straight up a, D, or just a D. 
a D, <laughs> capital D. Making this movie Trevor was not oh for a dozen. It was not very funny to me, other than a few scenes. The music wasn't very standout, other than Double Trouble. Double Trouble, banger. And question mark. Banger? Question mark. Uh, not in comparison to any songs from Greece, which no bangers. Definitive That's bangers, but we've already talked about that movie. Um, just, just a, not, not a movie I want to watch ever again. Probably. Like if I was sick at home. Okay. I'd watch it. <laughs> Would you, if we were still in a DVD disc era, would you throw it in the the DVD player? If it was like given to me as a gift, I'm not gonna you buy might. it. Okay. Like I mean, the fact that it was on Netflix during quarantine, I'm like, might as well watch this. Okay, fair. And even to the point like where I was ran out of shit to watch, I go. I'll watch this again. Okay. It's re it's rewatchable. It's not that it's it's not unbearable. It's fine. Okay. But I'm not I'm not cracking Eurovision jokes like the way that I crack Anchorman jokes. No, 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 no. Let's not compare it to the to Anchorman. A yeah. good movie. Oh. Anyway, there you have it. Eurovision Song Contest. Fire Saga movie. That is our review. That's our podcast. Check us out on musicmoviespod.com, musicmoviespodcast.com, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Tell your friends. Give us a five-star review. Keen, what do you got for us? Nothing. Just show some love to us on Instagram and on Twitter, Facebook. Please give us a review on iTunes. Um, Anchor FM, thank you so much. Ben, you're doing a fantastic job of running this show. Thank you for having me so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on um, again. <laughs> <laughs>